Explore the heart and soul of Outback Australia with Vision Tours. Travel to fantastic destinations like Broken Hill, Coobapedi, Uluru and Alice Springs. Visiting local churches and meeting people spreading God's word in remote communities. The Salt and Light Tour, in conjunction with Bush Church Aid, is a holiday that celebrates our faith. Join like-minded people from July 28 with Vision Tours. See full details at vision.org.au slash tours. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. The oldest Generation Alphas are entering high school next year. Generation Alpha covers those born from 2010 until 2024. They're described as the most globally connected generation of children ever. Next year, the oldest of those Generation Alphas turning 13 starting high school. Well, Mark McCrindle is the founder of McCrindle Research and the one who coined the title Generation Alpha. Mark McCrindle, special welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Great to be talking with you. Mark, today they're preparing for high school, but these are tomorrow's leaders in business and community and church. It's a pretty important generation, isn't it? It sure is, and they're a large generation as well. Um, We're seeing about 300,000 births per annum in Australia, uh, which which means that this generation, when they're all fully born, at uh, the end of 2024, it will be the largest generation in Australia's history. So they're the, the first generation fully born in this 21st century, the largest, the most globally connected, the most technologically supplied, most formally educated generation as well. And uh, they're going to be leading us through this 21st century. So, uh, yeah, lots of opportunities, but uh, indeed challenges for them ahead as well. So the largest generation, and given other demographics that we might understand about baby boomers and, you know, in some sense, uh, a lot of baby boomers dying, uh, what does it mean for the future of Australia to get a focus on these alphas? Well, it's important to understand them because, yes, they're the children of today, so they're going through their educational years, their their formation years. Uh, You know, this is the era where they're, moral and, and, and ethical character is being formed. This is the era where their worldviews and perspectives are being shaped uh, to this young life stage where those educational foundations and skills are being instilled, the people skills, the life skills. Uh, so it really is an important time for them. And if we look at their future, they're going to live longer than any previous generation. We're seeing a longevity boom in Australia. And that means that they will be active later in life they'll work later, they'll move across more careers. So uh, they really are the future generation from an employment, leadership, uh, influence perspective. And um, and these are the critical years that, that we need to get right as we shape them. Mark, we often ask these questions about generations and demographics when we've got a brand or a product to sell. Uh, but the Christian church in communities everywhere, they may need to be aware of what characterises Generation Alpha 2. How do you actually make a, a bit of a deeper characterization of what this generation looks like? Mm. Well, it is important for churches and ministries to understand these Gen Alphas because we know from the National Church Life Survey data, if we look at those who attend church, four in five of those who sit in the pews made their faith decision before the age of 20, so in their childhood and teenager years, uh, four in five. 
Um, so if this generation follows in the footsteps of those that went before, it's in this period of their life as they move from the childhood years to the teenager years that we are going to see them make a decision as to the direction of their life from a faith perspective. And, and we even read in Ecclesiastes, remember your creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come. And so we know historically and biblically, there's something about the suppleness of a young heart uh, to think about life, meaning, purpose, their maker, and, and form those worldviews. So it is critical that churches and ministries understand this generation. And, and what we know of them is that they are more distracted than previous generations. They've got entertainment screens in their pocket. They are visual learners. They consume content in, in terms of what's on the screen, but even in terms of those that might be influencers, those peer groups that might be communicating information rather than the experts and the authority figures of old. So different ways of uh, connecting, communicating, and, and soaking up information and certainly more challenges um, than, than the generations in the past have seen. It seems these generations are coming around quicker and quicker. It's a matter of a lot of people thinking, well, I've just got my head around Gen Z. Uh, <laughs> is there obvious difference between Generation Alpha and Gen Z? Well, there are some, um, but you're right. I mean, each generation now spans about 15 years. So from 1995 to 2009, that's Generation Z uh, that followed Generation Y. So we've had a bit of an alphabet theme happening for a while. Uh, but from 2010, this new generation, or 2024, we've gone with the term Generation Alpha because we don't want to go back to Generation A. It's not a return to the old. It's the start of a whole new generation in a whole new era. And they do have different influences upon them. And how I would define them differently to the Gen Zs that went before is that this generation has only ever known the digital and the social media world. They were born, they began being born in 2010. That was the year that Instagram launched. 2010 was the year that the iPad was released. Uh, the word of the year in 2010 was the word app. Um, so it's an app-based, digital, visual, global, social, socially influenced generation. Now that's at a whole new level to what we saw of the Gen Zs that went before them. Uh, these are the children of the millennials or the Gen Ys. And so they're being shaped uh, by largely working parents uh, who themselves have been come of age in this 21st century. So we're seeing you know, those generational differences, even in parenting, uh, uh, that, that are shaping this youngest generation. Mark, come back to the local church for a moment. Uh, you know, you can talk big figures and demographics and nationwide detail, but uh, local churches, the thought that if every brand, product or company is just a generation from irrelevancy if they don't get things right, you can't ignore a new generation. So how do you think perhaps local churches adapt and adjust uh, for these special characteristics of a alpha generation? Mm -hmm. Well, firstly, I'd say to churches and ministry leaders, you know, it's not about changing the message. It's not about changing the truth or the timeless word of God and the curricula that they have to communicate. But it is about changing the style, the methods, the engagement process, the activities. Uh, you know, what worked in the 1990s or early 2000s may not have the same relevance today. What connected with the Gen Ys or the Gen Zs may not speak to the need of Generation Alpha. And that's because we are often a product of our times, sometimes even more than we're a product of our parents. Those social 
perspectives, the the way we engage, the, the, the shorter attention spans we see with younger people, the fact that they are a more stimulated generation digitally, all of these factors have an influence upon them. And so we need to look at what we're doing and, um, and, and really think about how fit for purpose it is for this next generation. Now, that doesn't mean things need to continually um, be reinvented. Sometimes the return to the old um, can can work out uh, because it's got a novelty, it's new, and it's um, it's a bit different to everything else in their in their experience. But but certainly we need to look at how relevant um, our approaches are and make sure that we are connecting with this generation, not just um, not just continuing on what's worked in the past. And if we were comparing the church to the brands that there are experts who are involved in marketing. The idea that it's critical to explore how this generation works because I know you're quoted as saying if you fail to understand and engage with this global generation, you will edge towards extinction. So that really puts the onus on particularly leaders, uh, youth group leaders and leaders of churches to really get a grip here and start to appreciate how you understand this new emerging teenage generation. Yeah, definitely. And and we can learn from others that are connecting with them, even in other parts of the world. You know, we often think that, oh, our young people in, in our state or our town are different to, to others. But actually, this is a global generation. And the technologies they're on, the platforms they utilize, even the news feed, uh, perhaps even some of the, the social media, the music, the movies, the TV shows, you know, it really is global for this generation. Uh, and so, you know, we can learn from what has worked in other ministries or contexts. We should look at uh, the, their, even the education system and how they are educating this generation who, as we said, might be more easily distracted, uh, might be more of an edutainment era, uh, but we're finding that schools are able to connect with them. And so there's lessons to be learned there. We find that um, often the modality of delivery is, is more changeable. So a teacher might deliver uh, some content in, in more a, a cerebral way and then they'll move to an illustration or an activity or, or perhaps a visual reinforcement of that point. Maybe a bit more of a aesthetic um, approach where the students are involved, maybe more group discussion or participation rather than just the didactic sit and listen approach. But but whatever uh, we're doing, uh, you know, there are others that we can learn from and uh, a varied sense of delivery or engagement is going to work. This is a very diverse generation, and that's not just culturally, um, but but in terms of their learning styles, in terms of their upbringing, and, uh, and that that is going to help us engage because it's no longer one size that fits all. Mark, where do we go to find out more detail around your research, uh, the thoughts, sorts of thoughts that we're presenting in a conversation like this today? Uh, are these available at mcrindle.com.au? Where will people find some more detail? Yeah, well, particularly on Generation Alpha, I've written a book called Generation Alpha, and there's a website which has a lot of free resources, and it also is called generationalpha.com. So people can go there, grab some uh, some resources. There's a lot of frequently asked questions about this generation and it's a good place to start to equip ourselves 
with this massive global and emerging generation. So look for Mark McCrindle's book, Generation Alpha. And there's a website, generationalpha.com. And to connect more broadly with the research at McCrindle Research, mccrindle.com.au. Mark McCrindle, thanks so much for giving us your insights today on 2020. You're very welcome. Thanks so much, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.